like to turn your attention to Block, formerly known as Square. Now, shares are down nearly 60% over the last year. And to discuss the outlook for the payment company, I'd like to welcome in Moshi Katri, Managing Director, Equity Research. It's IT Services and Payments at Wedbush Securities. Thank you so much for being with us. So this was a name that people loved to love. It was up at around 290. I couldn't believe when I saw the low recently in the 60s, 65 bucks or so. Um, is this name still a buy? I mean, you, I saw you have um, a good rating. You have a neutral on it, but the 12-month price target was 140. Uh, we've had a neutral rating on the stock for some time. And probably the, the main reason for the a reset in the stock price, a significant reset the, in the stock price, has to do with concerns related to uh, the acquisition of Afterpay. Um, the way we see it, any sort of um, acquisition or exposure to buy not pay later adds uh, incremental credit risk to the model. Uh, and as we're heading toward some sort of an economic slowdown, uh, that adds a significant amount of risk. That's probably one of the bigger issues uh, in our view facing uh, the company. Um, and as you yeah. suggested, the analyst day is still ongoing as we speak. It's supposed to end roughly at about 4 p.m. Eastern time. And I'm curious to hear what you were hoping to hear from the company because Afterpay, you know, the idea was this company was so great. People loved Block um, for the cash app in particular. That was something people used to tout. And um, the stock actually jumped when it was acquiring Afterpay. At one point, there was um, some optimism there. But now you're saying that it does bring on some risk. Um, so the days of $200 plus seem at least gone for now. What about other areas? I mean, you had the cash app, which saw a little bit of weakness, the merchant segment, total net revenue growth. What are you hoping to hear from Investor Day or in the next few months from this company? So the, the last quarterly release was probably the company's weakest. Uh, we've seen a slowdown in the core business, both in cash app and merchants. That's number one. We've seen uh, growth expectations for Afterpay slow down meaningfully, which probably means that uh, management is uh, focusing more aggressively on managing credit risk in the business. Uh, Afterpay is a hyper, used to be a hyper growth, I don't know, roughly 50% top line growth business. And now we're down to about 15%, that's one five. Um, so it seems that the core business seemed to be uh, weakening. Uh, we do have concerns over the competitive landscape, especially given some of the moves that Afterpay, uh, that uh, the likes of Stripe and Adyen uh, are actually making into the uh, merchant space. So that's another kind of issue. But then, and then finally, look, um, we believe that Block is a great company in terms of being able to monetize the the cash app piece and the merchant piece. But you have to decouple sometimes what's a good company versus a good stock, especially in an environment like that. Um, we kind of prefer owning maybe cheaper names that are probably a bit more defensive, uh, the likes of what we call the deal stocks, uh, FIS, Global Payments, Pfizer. These are companies that are trading in low teens based on next year's numbers. Um, Block is still trading at a pretty hefty multiple. And remember, these are non-GAAP numbers still. So th that's kind of the reason why we have a neutral rating on the stock. And by the way, in terms of what we're looking to hear, to hear so far, you know, it's been kind of in line what we thought. They're, they're talking about a lot about the, the various ecosystems, how they're monetizing them. 
But the more important thing is going to be about margins this year relative to the investments that the company's making. And we're assuming we'll hear more about these a bit later on today. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting because Goldman Sachs today came out and for Pfizer, they have a neutral rating and a 108 price target. For Visa, that was actually their top pick in the group. Um, but they liked Visa and MasterCard. I mean, the payment space generally usually gets some love from the analyst community, but Pfizer, they had more of a neutral. And I'm not asking you to go against um, Goldman Sachs, but what I am asking is, you know, you seem to like Pfizer. Do you like Visa like they do? Are there other names in the payment space that we should also keep an eye on? So we highlighted FIS and global payments, not Pfizer. That's number one. Uh, number two, Visa and MasterCard oh, I see. Okay. Uh, will be relative. Yeah, will be relative defensive, relatively defensive. But remember, uh -huh. both companies have exposure to credit volumes. Typically, during an economic slowdown, credit volumes will slow down. So that probably will become a headwind down the road. Uh, but again, Visa and MasterCard have great business models. They're oligopolies the way we see them. But in terms of what's defensive, as I said, we're going to focus more on the less expensive names <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and given their ability to have a stickier business model. Yeah, understood. I'm so glad you were able to come on and explain all of this to us. I really appreciate it, Moshi. Thank you very, very much because it's important. And this group is very popular among investors, so I'm glad you were able to break it down for us. Moshi Khatri, thank you of Wedbush Securities. Thank you. Thank you.